You're tuned in to the Here to Last podcast, where we have authentic and meaningful conversations on topics that matter in life. I'm your host, Deborah Chan. We only have one chance at life, so it matters what we listen to. So, lean in. Oh my gosh, it has been a while. I took my first hiatus after 12 episodes. I actually wasn't planning to take one initially and I thought I should just power through. But deep down, I needed that hate space and that heart space to really immerse in the year-end Christmas huddle and warmth with family and to properly wrap up work before 2021 sprung around. So it was really a time well spent and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Apologies for, you know, the short silence, um, but it was really needed, especially since our little family managed to get on an airplane and we flew two and a half hours back from Sabah to KL to surprise our parents and family at the stroke of midnight. That experience in itself was just so worth it. It was priceless. So I'm back and I sincerely want to thank you for tuning in. I'm so grateful and stoked that some of my episodes made it to coffee conversations with friends and it's extremely gratifying to read and hear that the content has really been helpful. Honestly, I'm humble. So if you're new to this podcast, you need to listen to episode number one to get a lowdown on the why behind Here to Last. Every episode goes through a head and heart process. And I speak about what matters greatly to life and in life, uh, about people and relationships. So in as much as the content has helped you, really it first speaks to me before I speak over the microphone and onto, you know, the airwaves. And so this is a, a very special project and it's, uh, it's very close to heart. So we're well into the first week of the new year, 2021. Christmas has come and gone and you've probably had some time off, maybe even binge watch Netflix and do all the things that you wanted to do before the first day of work in 2021. And it's time to regain some routine after the holidays. And many of you probably have some New Year resolutions, but this is not an episode about resolutions. Don't worry, because for one, I'm not really a fan of New Year resolutions because I think change needs to happen at any point in time and goals need to be set throughout the entire year, not just at the start of the new year. Uh, and furthermore, I think evaluation and reflection is super essential and a vital part of a healthy life. So that must be done on a regular basis and not just in December or January of every year. So what is in this episode? What's so great about the new year if without resolution? There's something exciting about things that are new, right? There is a novelty about seasons in life marked by the description new. Remember when you first got married or maybe when on your first date or the time when you first became a parent or 
you know, the time where you actually applied for your first job and got it and your first day of work, or maybe the day where you got keys to your new car or new home, or you bought a new pet. The new year is similar. It holds a fresh perspective, an excitement and a new intention to things. So the start of the new year is a great time to engage in personal reflection and also consider modifications you might want to make in life. And if you haven't had the time to unwind and reflect before the stroke of 2021, it's really not too late. In fact, you can do it any time of the year. Uh, so what this episode is about is that I want to leave you with three considerations to encourage you to make the most of this year and the most of whatever season that you're in, as long as it is a new one. Number one, stop clinging on to what could have been. Yep. It's been a year since the pandemic hit when many of us were asked to stay home to stem the spread of COVID. It seemed like a lot of people had one or two reactions. Some embraced sheltering in place, thinking to themselves, why not use this big pause in life to do something I always wanted to do? Whether it meant spending more quality time with family picking up a new hobby, trying out different recipes. Some of us, especially business owners and those in the industries that have been deeply affected by the pandemic, had to remain optimistic about the future while worrying about the bills. Many started 2020 with great expectations only to have their plans cancelled and completely wiped out. I think I'm not going to go back, you know, to all the regrets and stuff like that. Together with the plans, it's that notion of what could have been, you know, that expectation that perhaps you may still be holding on to. What could have been the best holiday? What could have been the best year in sales? What could have been the most epic graduation? What could have been the best business venture or wedding of the year? Whatever it is, what could have been? Well, we've all had to evolve and innovate, right? And sometimes unexpected circumstances in our lives can cause us to cling on to the what could have been expectations. If we don't let them go, we can grow somewhat resentful, maybe ungrateful, and very likely stagnant as well. Because what could have been will leave us where we are in our tracks and not able to move on. So here's What's, uh, you know, here's something that's been working out for me. I intentionally acknowledge those feelings and intentionally make small but meaningful tweaks in my life. So, you know, in the business world, it's called pivoting, changing of direction that is deliberate and purposeful so that you can keep moving forward. So if there has been a huge disappointment in your life, acknowledge it. Recognize those feelings and start to make plans that will, you know, steer you in a different direction so that you don't keep wallowing in the what could have been. There are millions of other opportunities and ways of doing things out there. And if one doesn't work, try another one. Stop clinging on to what could have been expectations. The second consideration is this. Take a good look in the mirror and do it often. 
being a practice of reflection and evaluation. In our first years of life, you see, we visit the doctor regularly for what we call baby checks to make sure that we hit the right milestones, right? The reason is not because there's anything wrong with our bodies, but it is just to make sure that things are all right. So taking time to reflect is like a wellness check for our life. It is an opportunity to take a good look at our way of life. And just like how the doctor examines the baby, it evaluates how things are going. So I find that in this age of social media, sometimes we spend more time comparing ourselves to others and consuming content from social media accounts instead of taking time to really know who we are, how we are actually doing and where we are headed towards. So it's easy to get stuck into the social media vortex and be drowned with distractions, right? And if you're probably not in the habit, you know, in the habit of just being quiet and being still and setting aside time to be contemplative, it is almost impossible to do. But let me encourage you that these things need to be intentional as well. Perhaps today is a good day to start. Schedule a time slot in your calendar and make an appointment with yourself and make it happen. Say no to other appointments that come after that. And then find a quiet place to reflect and just be by yourself. Trust me, the first few minutes will be difficult and you will have to battle with the urge of picking up your phone to check your phone. But once you pass that and once you're really in the realm of just being still and quiet, it becomes easier to just reflect and to have clarity in mind. So I do regular reflections where I sign off for a couple of hours for some me time and I do a lot of journals, uh, journaling. Uh, you know, during this time I reflect on events past, what have I learned, what I need to change, how I'm feeling and oftentimes I end up talking to God. So that part is really irreplaceable. And each time I come away with a greater sense of purpose filled with intention and really filled with intention and purpose. It's time to look in the mirror and pencil in your me time in your calendar. It is just as important as every other appointment in life, whether work or personal. Do that often. And the third consideration is this. There is purpose in everything. I know this sounds cliche, but this perspective really helps you to set the right foot in the in the new year and in the new season. There's purpose in everything. If we see life as linear without markers, chapters and milestones, then it is easy to let it slide by while we go with the flow and come what may. Instead, there is purpose in everything around us. The people that we meet, the job that we have, the person that we will marry or we are married to, the neighborhood that we live in, the country that we're born in, the schools that we've, you know, that we're still attending or we're going to go into, the experiences that we have endured throughout our lifetime. There is this big thing that starts with the letter P. It's called purpose. For some of us, last year has somehow been marked by one disappointment after the other. And as you're recovering from one tumble, 
after another, in, you know, and maybe there might be some other tumbles inside. Can I encourage you that life is made up of seasons? There are high seasons and there are low seasons. And in every one of those seasons, we are never alone. Although it's easy to think we are, but don't buy into the lie that you are ever alone in any season of your life. As we step into this new year, it's also a new season. See things with a renewed sense of purpose. And although you may have the same job and you probably be meeting the same colleagues for many, many years, ask yourself, what is the bigger purpose of those connections? What can I do to add to the lives of the people around me and vice versa? What can you do together to create greater impact to those around you? And if you're going through one disappointment or the other, what is the purpose of those disappointments and what can I learn from it? You may be stepping into a new job or moving into a new house. What is the greater purpose of that job? Aside from the paycheck, aside from, you know, the bigger dollars in your bank account, what's the reason that you're in the new neighborhood that you're in? Maybe you chose it, but there could be a bigger purpose to it. When we start seeing everything with a sense of purpose, we will realize that our lives really isn't only about ourselves, but it is much bigger than that. So 2021 is going to be very different. It's going to be different for better. And if it's going to be different, then change needs to take place. And all change must start from us. I hope these three considerations have left you encouraged and hopeful for the year ahead because I do have a great sense of hope and a great sense of excitement for this new, this new year. So that's it for now. I'm so happy to be back recording and what a privilege it is to share this episode with you. That's just one last update on Here to Last. Here to Last has a new Instagram account and it is just very easy. Uh, you, you can find it very easily on Instagram. It's just Elias Here to Last. I would be stoked if you went on Instagram and followed me and there will be more updates uh, on that particular page itself. And I look forward to hearing from you and hopefully there will be more conversations that come from it. So alrighty, if this episode has encouraged you, please go ahead and share this with friends. Let others in on this podcast. And until the next episode, please stay safe and mighty healthy. Until then, more chit-chat soon.